Life's better with some good company. You're listening to the Good Co. Podcast with Brett and Emma. Discuss the hot topics, the hard ones, and everything in between. Here's the Good Co. Podcast with your hosts, Brett and Emma. Welcome back to the Good Co. Podcast. My name is Brett here with Emma. And right now, in this exact moment, there is sickness going around all over the place. I kid you not. Our staff has actually been riddled by it. Emma, you got it for a little bit. Yeah, I was sicky. Yeah, and on vacation. That's the worst, right? It was the worst. It was. I was down and out. For the count. <laughs> like, seriously, you, went, you needed this vacation so bad, and then you come back, and you just looked more tired than before, buddy. <laughs> I was so excited to rest, and I mean, I did. But like, it didn't feel restful. You know when you have to rest and then you afterwards, you're like, that wasn't even restful. That's what it was. That, it's the worst. But we were talking about this a little bit earlier. And we, we were talking about how like both of us feel like we don't get sick that much. I yeah. mean, you did get the, the stomach thing that's been going around, but that's kind of rare for you from what you were saying. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this a little bit. I was thinking, why does Brett have such a good immune system? <laughs> oh boy, here we go. And you know, if if I had to put together a few suggestions okay. to boost your immune system, you know, lick a few doorknobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You know, just if you lick a few of them, I'm sure you're not going to get too sick, but it's also going to boost your immune Like, just think what's on those doorknobs. Ew, I don't want to. How many people haven't washed their hands and touched that doorknob? Ugh. Enough to give you an immune system of steel. (laughs) Okay, I feel like as a Christian, I can't admit this, but we were just talking about it, and I feel like the people need to know. Oh, here we go. I don't like boldness. Whoa. Okay, tell me. Elaborate a little bit. Yeah, I I just feel like people who are bold, they usually, I just take them as cocky, which I know is probably not what it is. I think it's because I'm not that bold. So when someone comes up to me super bold, I'm like, you think you're better than me? <laughs> Dude, all I got to say is I'm looking at the, the prep sheet in front of me, and there's a verse that we're going to talk about later that says, stand firm in your faith, which I'm pretty sure, isn't that boldness? Firm equals bold. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that was more of a jab to yourself, buddy. I know. <laughs> I need to work on firmness. <laughs> no. I don't like it. <laughs> So if you're familiar at all with what we do normally, other than the podcast, then you would know that we actually host our own shows here on the radio station that we're a part of, Hope FM. One thing that we always talk about on the radio is this idea of the right song at the right time. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When you get in the car and you, you don't know exactly what song's about to play, but then the right song comes on the radio and it speaks to what you're, what you're going through. And then the Lord meets you in that moment. That's what we call the right song at the right time. You see, I was just scrolling through some social media and I came across a study that was done on this exact thing. Oh, okay. And it was actually done at Michigan State University, which is my favorite. (laughs) Brett's literally wearing a Michigan State sweatshirt right now. (laughs) Repping. So they found, though, that when you hear your favorite song come on, whether that's through streaming or the radio, whatever it is, it actually can make you physically feel better. Ooh, physically? I know. Isn't that crazy? So like what happens, the, what, the way that they did this study, and I'm not a scientist, so forgive me, but what they did is they essentially took a bunch of people who had various different physical ailments. Okay. And when they took their, their medication that's supposed to make them feel better, 
Every time they did it, they listened to their favorite song. Crazy. What they found is that those who listen to their favorite song when they take their medicine genuinely feel better in the end. Whoa, like better than if they just took the medicine? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's so, insane. So literally the right song at the right time is a factual scientific thing. But then you start adding God to the equation. If it's Christian music, then bro, emotional, physical support, man, everything all and spiritual wrapped into one. If you're enjoying all the good company right now, would you consider rating the podcast and leaving a review? And just maybe your comment or question could end up on the next podcast. So there might be times where you feel like you need the right song at the right time more (laughs) than other times because you might be going through something a little Mm. extra difficult at certain times. Life isn't easy. It's just not. And especially not for Christians. The Bible specifically says that you're going to have persecution and face persecution if you're following Jesus, which is kind of what Brett and I want to talk to you about today. And a verse I want to touch on before we even dive into this topic is John 15 verses 18 through 20. If the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love its own, but because you do not belong to the world Mm. and I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you. No slave is greater than his master. If they persecute me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. Mm. And I just love that because it is such a strong reminder that if the world hates you, realize it hated Jesus first. Like this is Jesus specifically talking. It's in the red letters. So it's literally Jesus saying like, you should expect this. This is going to come. The world is going to hate you because you aren't of this world. You're of a different world. And because of that, some things in this world are going to be a little bit hard. And honestly, I think it goes back to what is our number one thing as a Christian? And I, I remember this quote that was told to me a long time ago, but it's, I think we forget as Christians that our number one call is to become more like Christ. Mm. And so I take it another step further. And this is actually from one of the authors that I like, John Mark Comer. He talks about being an apprentice of Jesus. And what it means to literally be an apprentice of someone is to see what they do and learn and do the exact same thing that they're doing. Mm. And so that verse talking about how the world literally hated Jesus first, if we're going to be true apprentices of Jesus, then wouldn't that point to the world hating us too? Whoa. I mean, it's true. I mean, and honestly, persecution isn't a conversation that's fun to talk about. It's not a comfortable situation. We were talking about it beforehand, about how this is honestly a hard topic for us to talk about. Personally, I haven't faced a ton of persecution, which is really weird. And, And I'm actually seeking the Lord in that. Like, why haven't I faced a ton of persecution Mm -hmm. but the reality is we are going to face persecution as christians because jesus did yeah and i love what you're saying about identifying with jesus in that he faced persecution it's so easy and sometimes we just would rather identify with the good things of jesus and say like oh if i have jesus i get so much more joy and i get so much more peace and if i have jesus then i have someone who's like in control of all things and i don't have to have anxiety and all these things which are such good things and all those are true Mm -hmm. but there is this idea of like also identifying with the hard things that christ really did face like temptation Mm. like persecution like it wasn't an easy life for him to go to the cross and die for us we like to identify with the resurrection and the joy and the hope of the morning but we don't always like to identify with the death and the mourning and the struggling and the darkness 
but both of those are real things that are more like Christ. And I mean, even as you're talking right now, this isn't something that I thought of before, but for Jesus to be in eternity with God the Father, he had to go through this stuff. Mm. It's such a simple idea, but like the Bible lays out, the, the Gospels lay out the, the life of Jesus. And he had to go through persecution. He had to go through the cross to get to eternity with Jesus yes. or with God the Father. Isn't that incredible? Yes. And I think that is such a good point. Honestly, maybe the most important point because what God takes, he always gives way more. Mm. And it's easy to look at our lives. Or if you're like Job, like Job had everything taken from him. I don't know if you know that story. (laughs) If not, go look it up really quick. But Job had everything taken from him. All of his livestock, his cattle, his kids. And God took everything, but Job got so much more because Job had the promise of eternity in heaven. And actually in the story, he ended up getting more livestock, more kids than he had before too. But just the knowing that, yeah, right now might be really difficult. Like it probably is. You're going to face hardships and persecution of this world, but we have an eternity in heaven and God giving us that is so much more than what we have on this earth right now. And that touches on the idea of eternal perspective. But another thing that you mentioned is the idea of promises, which Mm. all of this leads into this next scripture that I'm going to share with you out of Matthew chapter 5. It's verses 10 through 12. But this is literally what our hope is in as believers. As we face persecution, this is our hope right here. This is Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12. It says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. And so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Blessed are you, that is crazy. Crazy. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Like, Mm. what? If that isn't the total eternal perspective, the fact that He's talking about when we're facing these persecution, when people are slandering us and saying the worst possible things about us that Mm -hmm. aren't even true, we can take heart because we know that we're going to receive a great reward in heaven when we get there to be with Jesus forever. And how often do I ask for blessing, but get mad when I get persecution? Mm. But this says, blessed are those who are persecuted. So that is a really good point. How often do I see persecution as an honor? Mm, I can honestly say say I've never seen it that way. (laughs) But that's something that I want to seek the Lord in because we can rejoice and be glad in the midst of persecution. Even when people are saying the worst possible things about us, we can be happy about that because we know that because of that, we're going to have a good reward. Yeah, which is really what makes Christians different from the world, if you think about it. It's not that we're going to have a better life. It's that in the midst of those trials and struggles, we have a hope and a joy and a purpose, and we have an eternity to look forward to. It's the eternity mindset of like, I'm going to endure this and endure it well for God's glory because I have an eternity to look forward to. Whereas people of this world, they don't have that. When they go through anything hard, it's literally just right here, right now is awful. And this is all I have. So to just be really transparent with you, and I shared this a little bit earlier in the podcast, but I've been seeking the Lord recently about why I haven't faced a ton of persecution. Mm. It's it's kind of a weird thing. Like not often do 
I, I've never prayed, God, give me more persecution. <laughs> and I, I'm not praying that now, but I've been wondering, like, God, why have you given me a platform, but why have you given me a, a pretty easy journey in this platform? Yeah. And so I don't have a full thought out answer to that yet. I, I'm just sharing this with you more or less because this is something that I'm working through too. And I want to be 100% transparent with you that I don't have all the answers for you, but I know where to find it in the Bible. I think that makes sense. I'm in a similar situation too. I haven't, especially not compared to other people that I know or people overseas. Yeah. I haven't received a ton of persecution. I think some of it is cultural, but I think you're so right. I, I ask myself some of those same things like why? And am I not being yeah. bold enough? As I talked about way in the beginning, I don't like boldness. Am I not being bold enough or why isn't that happening? And I think that's normal. Probably a lot of people are dealing with some of those same things. And I don't think that that should be something that heaps shame on you. Yes. Because that is something that I felt immediately was, mm. oh, I have, I should be shamed that I have not been persecuted. But no, I think God doesn't give you too much than you can handle in that True. moment. And, and maybe he's protecting you from something. Yeah. So that, that is one perspective to have. But when you face persecution, we do want to talk about, like, what does the Bible say that we can do in the midst of those? And I actually found this passage out of 1 Peter um, chapter 5. It's verses 6 through 9. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Mm. There's something powerful about knowing you're not the only one, <laughs> yeah. which is like what that ended on. Your brotherhood around the world is experiencing the same thing. There's something so comforting in that, knowing like it's not just me. I'm not alone in this. Even if there are thousands of mm. miles away or just down the street, there are other people who are experiencing this for God's name too. And I also like the part where it says he will lift you up in due time. That was in like the first yeah. verse you read. That's just so good. Like now's not my time. Like God's timing is so much better than my timing. And to be honest, even though sometimes I want earthly riches and earthly things, what's happening in heaven, what I'm going to get in heaven is going to be so much better. And I'd rather wait for that. And that's the eternal perspective that we're talking about is yeah. knowing that better is coming, knowing that we win in the end because Jesus has already won. Yeah. The, I like the simple parts of the verse. Yeah. I just am so simple in the way that I read things. I, I like the part where it just goes, humble yourselves. Mm. Humble yourself. Be humble. I, I mean, that's not an easy thing to do, but it's an easy concept to wrap my mind around. The other one is be sober-minded. Be watchful. Be on guard. Those. That's what those are meaning because the devil is ready for you to make one little trip so that he can make you fall to the ground. Yeah, and like you just said, Jesus has already won. The yeah. battle's already over. It might feel like you're in a battle right now, because you are, but the determination of who wins that battle, it's already yeah. happened. Mm. And I just also love the fact that, like you mentioned, he's gonna lift you up at the right time, mm -hmm. because yeah. my personal inclination is to always have it on Brett's time, Brett's yes, way. Me too. And can I tell you the times that it's been Brett's way, Brett's time, it has not <laughs> been nearly as good as when it's God's timing. You know what I mean? I always regret it. I'm like, fine, you should have done it in your time. My bad. 
And so I guess we, we really wanted to share that verse with you more to just be more informational, to bring it back to the truth, because we think God's word is 100% better than our opinions. That's right. So seek the word. If you have questions about persecution, if if you're seeking through the same things that I feel like I am and Emma is as well, then get in the word. Yeah. Really get in the word because we don't have all the answers, but the word does. The Good Co. Podcast is better when you're part of it. You can reach out to the show, ask questions, and share feedback by leaving a message on our page at myhopefm.net. Guess what time it is. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I actually have a fun little uh, sound effect for it. Cue it. Mailbag. What? Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) I did not know you were recording me when I said that. Careful. I got to be careful around the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a lot of people write in actually for this episode, which is awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. We had some prayer requests, some great comments. Brett, what was one of the ones you liked? Yeah, I love when you guys give us topic ideas because we always say you can give us topic ideas. You can just say hi to us. You can let us know some prayer requests that you have. All of those are things that we handle. Bill texted in last week after he listened to the podcast, said he loved it, but then he also said, I've been trying to listen to Generations lately, which was already an interesting thought to me. Hmm. And then he goes on, he says, I would love to hear from you and your generation on how my generation is doing. What observations, both good and bad, do you see in my generation? There's a tendency that as we observe the generation before, then overcorrect those things that we see to form a new unhealthy form of living, which misleads the generation that follows. So how is his generation doing? So we're actually going to talk about this topic because we thought it was really good. We actually had some good conversation about it already, but we're going to bring some friends in with us as well. It's a super secret surprise. So you're going to want to come back next week. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be Emma and Brett next week. Dun, dun, dun. We also (laughs) got some good prayer requests. So Crystal, just wanted to let you know that we did pray over your family and car situation, and we are praying for big things for you. Yeah, and Aaron, we also prayed for you and praying that you can just make a big splash for Jesus in the town that you're in right there. I love that. Thanks for sending in prayer requests, topic ideas, and everything else. Couldn't read them all this week. But if you want a chance to join us on next week's episode, you can write in. Go to myhopefm.net, click on air, click podcast. We would love to hear from you. Have an amazing week. Bye. Thanks for clicking play on the Good Co. Podcast. To hear another episode or to get a hold of the show, visit myhopefm.net and click podcast. Podcast.